and welcome to the Stelvio Auto Show Le Mans Special. I'm Sean Smith. He's Sam Green. Hi, hello. And he's Christopher Strickland. Hello. Um, Al's not here, so... Oh, well. Um, but, yeah, we're doing some Le Mans Special. Le Mans is happening right now behind us. Uh, and uh, we're going to be talking she about... She's behind us. We're gonna, well, it is for, for me. My, my screen's behind me. I was uh, saying, we, we should say, we're not actually there. No. It's That's not what I meant. Like, I was wishing it was behind me. Yeah, that would be great. We well, should do that next year. Yes, absolutely. Well, well yeah, because Bike Collins will be racing next year, which is the point of this podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about um, the GTP and hypercar uh, teams, which are all have all launched their cars recently, and we've seen well, most of them, or announced uh, participation in Le Mans for 2023 and 2024. Um, and yeah, we're going to be taking some reactions and hopes basically based on some history and just what we think of the cars really so uh let's start with let's start with the gtps because they're a bit more new and fresh and interesting you mean lmdh no they're called gtps so lmdh previously known as lmdh yes also so, so lmdh then what was it called as well there's a third name for it the daytona prototype yeah dpi 2.0 that's it yeah um, so yeah, pick pick your choice really out of uh, what you want to call, call those because I've lost. Let's start off with the first one that was announced that was shown. I think it was I'm right in saying that Porsche was the first one to uncover its car. Yes, yes it was. Yeah, it it kind of just looks like an LMP2 car with a different nose on the front of it. If I'm honest. Um, I mean I'm sure there's lots of lovely technology underneath the clothes, but it doesn't look that much different to an LMP1 car. Sorry, two. I think it's a bit. A bit more different. It look, I mean, it looks sort of a little bit like the um, the Cadillac that's in DPI at the moment. I suppose it's got quite flat face features to it. But then I suppose it is also in its um, camo-ish livery. Yeah, yeah they haven't released an official. Too yeah. much of it. Um, but I know what you mean. I think it is very um, <clears throat> prototype rather than hypercar, shall we say? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which, so, which technically the LMDH slash DPI slash um, GTP cars are. Should we just should we just agree on GTP? Yes. Yes. Otherwise, we're going to spend like half of this podcast <laughs> saying <laughs> cool. all, all I'm saying is a lot of people would probably know them as LMDH. Well, those people well, are wrong. We're going to use the IMSA name yep. because that's where they're primarily going to be raced. Well, hope, hopefully not, but yes, no. they, they will be both. Anyway, yes, the, the GCP cars, which are DPI 2.0s, which are basically LMTP2 cars in drag and with better engines. Yeah. So there you go. Porsche. So yeah, the Porsche, we've only really seen it in this camo livery at the minute, haven't we? Yeah. Um, it's the only one then, I think that's actually been on track of the, LM, the GTPs. I think... Yes, I think you're right. Um, certainly the only one that we've got any photos of on track that aren't rendering. So. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, they're... Um, it, I mean, it will be pretty quick, let's face it. It's being run by Penske and it's designed... Well, designed... Manufactured, I suppose, is kind of the word for by Porsche. Hmm. So it'll be pretty fast. Well, the chassis was built by somebody else. The chassis will be, but it's a Porsche engine. I'm not 100% on the it'll, rule it'll, for this. So it's not actually a, Yeah, so it's a Porsche engine, but everything else is done by other people. 
Pretty much, yeah. It was yeah. styled by Porsche. So when does it stop being a black? When does it stop being a Porsche? Like, well, if it, if it's chassis- Porsche did the chassis, but somebody else did the engine, would you call it the engine manufacturer then? Okay, Cree. Would you? When do does anyone call the Ferrari Triple Three SP a Delara? Apart from me, you. Anyone else? No, but I, I understand the point of I understand the point behind it because Porsche has a driving force behind it. But when does the car not? It's kind of like oh, there was it's a, it's a, it's there's a it's there's a name for it. I can't remember what their name is. Bad engineering. The, sorry, no, it's not bad engineering. Maybe it is, but um, yeah, to me, it's just. Does anyone call the Lola Aston Martin a Lola? No, I suppose not. I think Al does. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Al most likely will do. Al definitely does. Um, but yeah, to the general person, it's a Porsche. It says Porsche. It's, it's got a Porsche, Porsche engine. It's got a Porsche it be, I've, I'd say it's, say, close, it I'd say it's close enough. Entered, it'll be answered as Porsche, won't it? Yes. As Penske Porsche, which is always going to be quite good. I mean, um, considering their last LMP2-based car, which uh, dominated everything, it's, uh, it's a bit yeah, exciting. Exactly. And the last time Porsche did any sports car racing, it's not as if they did badly, is it? Let's face it. No. Um, and even the GT classes at the moment, they're still pretty kind of the, the team to beat, let's face it. Um, so I think they're probably um, going to do quite well in this series. Interesting parts on the the new car um, is that I think the shark fin wings got a sort of like V cut in the middle, which I think is quite aesthetically interesting. Yeah, I quite like it actually. I think it looks really cool, and um, from what we can see as well, a, a lot of the cars have got something quite similar on the shark fin. No, the BMW is different. The Caddy's different. That's... Well, they've all okay. They've all got a fin. Yeah, okay, but all, all the more cars of the last ten or so years have had a shark fin. So. Um, but no, the port has it got. Let's put it this way: from what we see, what Porsche aspects can we see, which say it's part of the family of Porsche, apart from it saying Porsche across the um, uh, the windscreen. Well, that's uh, the trouble, really, at the moment. The lights aren't really definitely Porsche, if that makes sense. They also look like, um, like they might be dummy units, like not final. Well, I think because right, if you remember when it first originally was unveiled, I don't think it had lights on it. I think there was no front lights. I think it was only a couple of days after they did a bit of testing did they actually fit lights okay. to the car. I mean, I think well, it... this is a, this is the thing that I I understand why ACO and IMSA have done it, but this is a, the biggest thing I have with it. Whereas why the reason why I love concept of hype car, but dislike the concept of GTP, is there's no like identity to the cars. It's like oh, there's it looks a bit like a Porsche and it's called a Porsche. There's some generic concepts that match up to the road cars, but at the end of the day, it's quite generic. Is that why like, you, you prefer, say, the '90s GT One Porsche? Well, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, because it looks like what a Porsche would be, and it's this sort of like the current crop of LMP1 cars or the current crop of hypercars. They don't quite look like their manufacturers' vehicles that are on the road, but a lot of the manufacturers' DNA are in those designs because they're not, they've not just bought, oh sorry, they're not just trying to match other manufacturers. So to me, they're just a bit, a bit, a bit boring, a bit. 
you know, but they don't get me excited. Whereas I think the hype cars I, do. See, I've had this conversation with Val before that when it comes to watching the American IMSA series, because so much of it is a not a works team like you have in the WEC and hypercar, I don't get interested because it's um, you know it's Jim Jones or or something racing. And I was like, I don't care. Um, but I think if it's <laughs> if it's a Porsche racing in the WEC, I'm fine with that. I mean, I, th- I think I would, yeah, I, I, could, I see what you mean with that. Um, if they entered it as Penske, would you still be interested, though? Penske Porsche, yeah, because yeah, that because that means because it's not if it was just a Penske, I'd be like, nah, all right, fine, whatever. Um, but having Penske Porsche makes it more interesting in my head. Okay, yeah, no, fair enough. I think the front nose looks a bit like the old nine one eight. Was it the nine one eight? The last car they did, or the nine one seven? No, the nine the nine one eight um is the road car. Road car, yeah. The nine one nine was the LMP one car. Oh, what's the oh the nine one seven is the old car from like the eighties, yes. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, the nine one nine. I think that the the flat nose actually looks quite similar to that. It does car. a bit. It's as if they've basically taken the nine one nine and just rotated the lights by ninety degrees. Yeah, which makes me think that there's not a final spec on the lights. No, I would, I would, yeah. I don't think this is necessarily as it will be when it does actually do a race. Um, but I mean, we'll see. I think it's they're probably going to be strong because of who's involved with it. Um, and yeah, I think it's just going to go well. It'll get some race wins, might even win the championship in IMSA. You never know. Um, I don't necessarily think it's going to get outright wins. I don't think any of these GTPs will be able to get outright wins at things like Le Mans against hypercars. But you never know. The LMP2s are very close. We've actually started the race. It's surprising how similar they are. Yeah, I agree. Cree, anything more to say on the Porsche? No. Well, there we go then. (laughs) Should we move on? Yes, let's move on to the next car. Um, So, luckily in the last week or two, we've had a glut of mdh sort of concepts and releases uh and we're gonna go by the next one that i can be bothered to say which is the bmw now this does look i think have more bmw dna in its design i would i would agree this definitely is when you look at it a bmw partly because of the very very bmw grill yeah um which is clearly not going to be any other kind of team or, or, or manufacturer, is it? That's that's quite obviously a BMW. Um, f- but from kind of the front wheels back, it's a prototype car, isn't it? Yeah. It just is. is. Now, again, Cree, this is an LNVH slash GTP car. Yeah. So does your, uh, does, does your we... interest get peaked here? The front end does, and it gets me more interested in the fact that BMW are entering the fray for the first time since, what, the, the late 90s? In, yeah, 99. They ran the V12? Yep. Yeah. Um, and it does get me a bit more excited, but I think the interesting thing is will, will be is how the car, how they differentiate themselves on track. Because most of the GTP cars are probably the same sort of dimensions, roughly the same... Um, maybe suspension setups and things like that. It'll be interesting to see how each one of them compares to each other because they're going to have to differentiate themselves somehow if they're all running 
roughly the same concepts. Well, I think, do they still have the same chassis options or, or rather lack of chassis options as yes. P2? They yes. do. Mm-hmm. So that's possibly where they'll differ. I know that it's been announced but hasn't been unveiled yet that Nissan are coming in. I think it was, or was it just Orica? I think it was Nissan that I saw. Oh, no, sorry. It was Lamborghini, wasn't it? Yes, Lamborghini are going for a different chassis to Porsche. Yes, which is interesting. Which is considering which makes it to me. Uh, this is to a backing up Chris's point. This makes it immediately like fourteen times more exciting than Audi, who were going to use the same engine and the same sash chassis as Porsche. Yeah, because suddenly the Lamborghini is independent of its. What's the point customers. in that? What's the point in Audi entering if they're well, just going to run roughly exactly. the same car as Porsche? Exactly, because it will. Because it will look more like an Audi. It It'll won't. have Audi bodywork. Well, it um, won't because it won't well. have anything Audi about it. It'll be silver rather than <laughs> white. Silver rather than white. There yeah. you go. That's that's called badge engineering. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but from like a from just not from like an Audi group point of view, what's the point in having two cars in general that are the same? I've just you know, why have two different outfits running two different programs when the vehicles they're running them on are roughly the same. Yeah. I mean, I've just posted onto our Discord the, the list for you guys. But uh, yeah, I, I yeah. completely agree. I did, I did not see the point. When If they had different engines, sure. I can, I can stomach that, mostly. But, mm. but if it's the same, I mean, when... same engine, same body, well, probably not same body, but same, same chassis, therefore same limitations on the looks anyway, that's too much. I, I would agree. And if it was just the same chassis, you go, well, there's only a couple of chassis to choose from, really. So fair enough. Um, well, it's not fair enough. They should uh, have more chassis. <laughs> they should have well, more well, yeah. <laughs> but when you've only got the, what, four? Four, four chassis? You've got the Multimatic, the Orica, the Delara, and the Ligier. Yep. Now, if they... Yeah, I mean, if it would be great if they all had different... They could all make their own chassis for it and then sell that's P2 as well or whatever, but... It's unfeasible, really, when you're trying to keep the costs down on the series. That's the idea, I think, isn't it? Mm. Um, it makes it more feasible to run in America. And like we said before, the argument, a lot of the argument are is run that, by teams rather than manufacturers. Yeah, the argument is that um, if you want to have more aut- autonomy, go to hypercar. The problem, exactly, is, the yeah. problem is hypercar is therefore way more expensive. Which, yeah. is, which is why I'm quite happy of how many teams have actually gone to hypercar, despite that setback but yeah we'll, I think we'll, we'll it have, and I think hopefully some of these teams if they do well in LMDH will move on to do Hypercar uh, but they need to see some return from it first if that makes sense maybe well I mean that's that's an argument for down the line I suppose if, if the two classes can coexist happily I suppose it doesn't really matter I mean because the Hypercar costs will be from the off they won't be as the as the uh, the project carries on, no, that's true. I suppose that'll be the litmus test. Is the first season that these cars come to Le Mans and go up against the hypercars, if they're only going to be second off the pace and overlet the entire twenty four hours, not that far off them, will manufacturers then look at the hypercars and go, "Why am I spending X number of of dollars?" more on a vehicle that's only going to get me a little bit quicker that potentially might break when I could just go go out, buy some buy a chassis, do a bit of my own unique aero, and then be right up there at the 
front of the field because well, you maybe still that... have you might still have the advantage of your um, development time in the hypercars. You have that bit more freedom. Yeah, where you can run that sort of hybrid um, element, the the four wheel drive element, like the Toyotas do at the moment. Um, whereas you can't do that with GTP. Uh, I don't know if they can actually. Well, I mean, the the BMW is being badged as the M Hybrid V8. So well, that's, probably, that's probably a clue, that yeah. Be, <laughs> that would be a hybrid V8, but well, it will be rear wheel drive. Unless, it's, I mean. unless it's a hybrid of diesel and horse. You know, that, that, that could be possible. But it's unlikely. It can it? I think the horse would die. Uh, no, that's fair. edit diesel. Well, it depends what the horse is doing. If, if the horse is there for ballast, that's the hybrid element. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are <laughs> flogging a dead one. Right. Um, <laughs> so okay, here's here's where the first litmus litmus test of uh, GTPs happened, where Caddy had the same chassis as BMW, but I'd say the car looks pretty different. I would agree. I'm, I'm quite excited about this one, mostly because it's an it's an American manufacturer, and I can't remember the last time an American manufacturer ran a prototype car that Painos. wasn't in. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the Panos was. Fantastic to look at. But it was, quick, but fantastic. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I like the panels. Yeah. It wasn't quick. I mean I know there's there's G D there's probably what? G D G T D? Is it G T D? No, D D P I. D P I. So isn't isn't there an American manufacturing DPI? I don't know. Yeah, Caddy. So the fact that now Caddy are coming across the water to potentially run at Le Mans with Maybe. what looks like a very stunning uh GDP. Yeah, it's very exciting. They've said when they're going to bring one. Sorry. Caddy were 98. Yeah, did... I would say Cadillac have been to Le Mans fairly, I say fairly recently, not that recently as it turns out, but but yeah. So Panos and Cadillac were probably a similar time. They probably the same... the and the Corvette on the grid as well. Yeah, but they point. were GT, GT cars, they're not the same thing. Well, yeah, I know, but still. Plus you then have Celine if you want to go to that. Well, yeah, very true. Um, but yeah, the... I think, yeah, Caddy were 98, I think, and um, Paynos were 98 as well, maybe 99, I don't remember. But, um, no, it is good to see their car. And this car, this is very interesting, because I think the Caddy looks more like what you might have thought from a hypercar. Than... I actually, I it reminds me a lot of their current DPI in some aspects. No, I, think I disagree, because I think the DPI looks nothing like a Caddy at all. No, I think yeah, I think this looks very caddy, but I, I also think it looks a lot like their current car, like a new version of the current DPI. Um, which is nothing wrong with that. I quite like the DPI, but I think this looks like the the modern version, the newest version of, rather than last year's DPI. If that makes sense. Chris, do you remember the Cadillac uh, concept car that was in Gran Turismo? The Chien. I was just looking that up. Funny enough, I was just looking it up. Oh, however you want to pronounce yeah. it. I think it looks um, a lot like that. I've just looked at pictures of it. Uh, it doesn't quite look... It, there are similar elements to it, like the lights are kind of similar and the, the, the front end shape is kind of similar. Um, the Chien, or however you want to say it, um, has like some funky grills, whereas this quite clearly has got um, what looks like a like a tunnel, maybe? I don't know, it's quite difficult to tell. Um, but It's just outdated, isn't it? Yeah, it is just updated, and yeah, it does get me a little bit more excited because it just does look totally different to what some of the other um, GTPs are. 
the exciting bit for me is the fact that Caddy have said since they launched the photo that A, they'll be sending one car to the WC, which means we'll see it all year, which is great. Considering, Cad considering Cadillac have basically no uh, presence in Europe, as it is. Mm. Um, and so maybe they have budgets of core. No, hang on. Who do Cadillac own Corvette or not? They're general. They're both. I think they're both. They're both general. general motors, motors. Yeah. yeah. So, so they could base it as a Corvette, maybe. I think Cadillac would have a strong word about that. I yeah. I don't. <laughs> I, don't I don't think they will because because Corvette will be in GT3. Yeah, but that is coming. That is definitely coming. They should call that GT3. Hmm. Um, but yeah, the fact that they'll have this car all year, and also the fact that. It does look that bit different, and yeah, I, I just think it's probably the most exciting LMDH car I've seen so far. It oh, means that's, it's that's going to be it. the slowest. Well, probably <laughs> they have they have also said that it's very close to their released spec and sort of it's in terms of how it look. So it is still technically a concept, but it's it's pretty close, which is very. The, the rear of the car is pretty interesting, actually, isn't it? It's a wing like coming off of the rear wheel arch look. Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't have said that's at all gonna happen until we get to the Persia, which we'll talk about later but mm. um yeah it, it's interesting i think it's it's a good um it's a good addition yeah and if it looks like that then more to it that'd be good yeah uh let's talk about the last lndh um which we i think i think last no the last one we that we've seen anything of technically uh, yeah which so is far, yeah well i say technically partly because of Lambo's image being a bit a bit meh, and also because you can't really see much of this photo, and that is from uh, Honda slash Acura. Yes, so Acura are um, doing it again. They've been doing DPI with quite a bit of success generally, um, and a few teams. I think there was two or three teams running the Acuras, um, which is always good for business. Uh, but uh, yeah, they released this photo where it's very, very heavily camouflaged. Um, you can't really see any of it, can you? Well, that just looks like your livery. It does look very much like my sim livery, to be fair. When you clearly um, watching, yeah, they clearly watched you drive their car on last year's CSR Endurance Championship and thought that's the uh, that's the, the ticket. We should take that. Yeah, clearly. I'll oh. wait for my check, Acura. <laughs> Now this one's actually the sort of most least at least exciting out of the ones because it looks almost as identical to me to their current car. It yeah, it does look very very similar, isn't it? That is the trouble. Which isn't isn't the problem because you know it's a handsome. No, car no, it's a nice. One. I say it's a nice looking car, yeah, but it's not the same, is it? It's not quite what we were necessarily hoping for, like revolutionary new car, pretty cool, and then we get yes, Do you know what? much like this year's. Do you know what I found quite interesting about these? Yep. About the Acura is where is the Porsche, the Audi, uh, and the BMW have all taken their philosophies from LMP cars? The Acura, uh, sorry, LMP cars and then taking them up, or however you want to describe it, up to GT, GTP. Acura have done it the other way around. So they're taking their knowledge of DPI cars and gone the opposite way. So they're taking the DPI car and turning it into a GTP. So you'll finally get sort of like half an answer to what would be better in a fight, a DPI or an LMP? LMP. But I think that's like quite an interesting concept on how who who is going to get the better sort of like upper ground. Is like is it going to be a, 
next DPI car? Is he going to be an ex sort of LMP philosophy? And to be fair, I think it looks pretty cool. It does look cool, but that's mainly because it looks different because it does look like an outgoing car, whereas the yeah. cat, the caddy the caddy looks completely out there. The BMW looks good. It just but it it looks sort of like a hybrid between the DPIs and the um and the sort of LMP and hybrid. Sorry, not hybrid. Uh, hypercars. And then the Porsche has aspects of its nine one nine cousin. Yeah, in yeah. a loose sense of the term, but I know what you mean. I think maybe the Porsche, like we said, will have more Porsche-ness. I think the Porsche will look a lot more like the 919 when it's launched properly. I think you're probably right, and I think it'll probably have a similar livery if it's not bright yellow, sure. um, because why would they change it? <laughs> yeah, fair point. Um, the last LMDH is, of course, Lamborghini, who um, in the last literally week, I think, um, I said they're going to be entering LMDH, which is good. Um, as we said, it's a different chassis and, and engine to uh, the Porsche entry, which is doubly good. Um, they're going to be using the Ligier. Um, so yeah, it's they've got this like basically a promo shot, shot, and it looks sort of like a Sesto Elemento. Yeah, it doesn't look much different, really, does it? So like their current ridiculous version of their car for track use only yeah so Lamb um, lamborghini will fit right in to, to yeah, oh absolutely looks great <laughs> if it looks like a lamborghini it's gonna look good isn't it let's face it yeah that they'll probably paint it green they took, or yellow if they if they gave the bloke who designed the um brush, the paintbrush for the for the yellow for the gtp car then it's not gonna look very nice <laughs> no but yeah any other car perfect yeah, I think this thing will probably handle a bit better than a Eurus. If it doesn't, then they've got a major issue. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on to the hypercars. Um, now, yeah. we'll start with the uh, the ones we've seen real pictures of, which, of course, the mighty Baikoles slash Van Wall, um, who were the first ones to get their hypercar onto the track uh, when they tested at Autodrome Most. Uh, no, the first team to get the hypercar on track was the Toyota. This year, of their new cars, which haven't actually been you know, on Whatever. Uh, oh, actually, no, because <laughs> didn't Glickenhaus get their car on track first? What, in general? Well, no, technically you could say that Alpine put their hypercar, quote-unquote, because no. um, they, they got it on years ago. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, if you want to be that pedantic, Cree. Um Anyway, of the cars which haven't actually seen race action yet, the Bicolis was, was the first one on track. Um, and I think oh, it just looked like a glorified LMP to me. Yes, which which is what their concept was when they launched that a couple of years ago. And I went, oh, <laughs> I made sort of a mini meme to our group saying, uh, by Collins, yes, we would like to enter the new hypercar class with a brand new car. Psych! <laughs> it's, a, it's an LMP1 again. Um, but no, their, their new car does look different to their old car. There's no difference. No, there's no question about that. I think I did it. I do actually really like it. Well, that's because it's green. Well, yes, but also I think it looks pretty good. It looks different enough. It looks very different uh, to, their, to their old car. But the, to be fair, their old car was made originally made in 2014. So you it expect, wasn't really old. You'd expect it to be different. Um, the interesting thing is there's quite clearly been hints from... Or it looks like there's, things have been taken from previous... LMP cars like the front end is very 
similar concept to like the Audi before it with the, um, with like the big winglets. No, the Audi that kind of looked like an F1 car. Yeah, I suppose it has got it's the current Ligier has a sort of big F1 style nose down the center of it, um, yeah. and they've taken that to an extreme, which is good. Uh, they've got the big sort of um, uh, dual element front wing uh, nose section, which has sort of evolved from the old uh, CLM. Um, yeah, I've I've been excited for this car for years, so the minute it gets on track, I'll be extremely happy. So. Um, <laughs> And then I'll be at Le Mans next year when, <laughs> when inevitably. Is this, um, is this their own chassis then? Because it's obviously yes. a hypercar, isn't it? So it's a fully custom. Yeah, it's theirs. Oh, nice. They're, they're, it's apart. The only thing that's not theirs in the main the main parts of the car is the engine, which is um, a Gibson. Well, that's understandable. That's what Alpine have got at the moment, isn't yeah. it? Um, and also, by colours, they've said when they were designing the car, they've um, it's a, currently a non-hybrid, but it has the ability to be a hybrid if a um, what's the word? If a financially vi viable option becomes available to them. So that makes sense. You know, if like a customer Toyota powertrain comes on, essentially, sure, they'll go. Yeah, if, if a if a company like Cosworth, for example, decided to start. Um, dishing them out, then then they would be able to plump that into the car, which you know we've said before that Bike is even compared to Glickenhaus, are the smallest team in top tier uh, LMP racing. So yeah, I mean it's quite a commitment really to say yes, we're in this long term, we're going to build our own car from scratch, and we're going to make it ready to be hybrid if we want it to be. Yeah, I think that's really good. So yeah, I've I've said for years, I've said in my recent article that uh, I'm extremely excited to see the car happen and. Uh, I look forward to when you two take the piss uh, whenever it breaks down. So let's move. Which it absolutely is going to do. <laughs> lap two, lap two next year. <laughs> well, uh, hope, hope, hopefully not. Let's move on to the second car, which uh, which uh, will be will be actually be seeing racing this year, because the yes. because the ACO are French and so are Peugeot. Next month, in fact. Is that when Monza is? It is. Yeah, I had to look earlier because I thought, you know what, maybe I'll go. Um, but then thought maybe it's a bit soon. Uh, <laughs> so it's the, uh, the 10th of July. I suppose it depends if you win the win, win your ACA from Le Mans <laughs> tomorrow. Right, if I if I tell you what, if I win that ACA, we'll all go. How about that? Yes. Yeah. Doesn't look likely. That. For, reference, I, for reference, if I, Sam wins his ACA, he gets £33,000. So, yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not too bad. So I can I, fund Stelvio for a bit. <laughs> yeah. I love this car. Oh, I think it's fantastic because they're doing something that Nissan, who have a big love their car, wrong execution, um, failed to do, which was run without a wing. And I, I hope that they don't have problems. I do hope they run without a wing because I think it'll look mega the on track. The, the Dell's wing ran without a wing? The competitive cars, let's be honest, competitive cars. <laughs> Well, I'm not saying the Nissan was competitive. I'm just saying competitive cars in gen. Uh, <laughs> I uh, the wing and then the GTR were both Nissan. So. Jokes aside, Although there's I, a qu I, questions around the the Delta. Sorry, go on. Jokes aside, I do think the Polo looks really cool. It does look really cool, doesn't it? And I think if you're going to trial it without a wing anywhere, then Monza is probably the place to do it. Yeah. Um. So uh, let's hope that works. Um. It's definitely a different. Um, approach. It's, it's shall we say different. it's completely. It's, 
the only thing that looks similar to a normal conventional Lamar car is the cockpit. yeah the cockpit the driver can the driver cockpit it's but everything else looks completely out there yeah which is good that's what we want that's the whole point of hypercar is that it should be <laughs> exciting the Peugeot because it maybe because it hasn't got a wing it looks the most road car ready like if they wanted to make yeah. it a real real hypercar for the road you can see that on well, I so say you can see that in the high street. You probably won't, let's face it. But <laughs> maybe, maybe more you could so. see that. You could see ones very, very similar for sale, couldn't you? Um, you wouldn't need much modification to make that into a road car. Maybe a bit more ground clearance. But even then, <laughs> really, even then, a lot of these sort of hypercars that you see are just very low. Yeah, that's just racing cars, isn't it? Yeah, they, they are racing cars. I can assure you. <laughs> From roadworthiness, uh, I'd question that. Oh yeah, I forgot, I forgot you worked for the VCA. <laughs> <laughs> having worked, having, because, yeah, because uh, you look at like the Toyota, for example, that's the closest hypercar that's, uh, as far as I'm aware, that's getting uh, road legalised. Well, they've and, got the, the GR Sport, is it? Yeah, well, they have, but I don't know, it's, it's all gone very quiet as far as I'm aware. Um, not that I'm aware of anything because I don't even run, I'm not even part of the program but yeah it's just it, 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 I, mm, I've found a lot of problems with it unfortunately <laughs> I'd think... love to give it a big tick but um, no I couldn't do, do you think the seatbelts will be alright Cree? Uh, I'm not thinking of pedestrian protection more than anything <laughs> I mean, no, if I hit by that you'd know about it well I mean if, if you hit a pedestrian that's probably their fault I've I've got I've got a funny story for not on this podcast. I'll tell you about um about that later. But uh, oh, you can't do that to the no listeners. no I I, I I can't because it's a um it's a live project of work. But I'll I'll tell you after the, after the podcast. Ah, oh, you're ruining it. <laughs> when you're going back to the car, going back to the car, I, I love their ability to just think. Do you know what? Bollocks to it. We're going to do whatever the hell we want, and if we we're not going to run with a rear wing, we're not going to run with a rear wing, and we're not going to take any shit from anybody else. It is very Peugeot, isn't it? Oh, so God, yeah. it is, yeah. Nuts to convention. Let's do it this way. Well, I mean, a... you think of the 905, that was different at the time. Um, you think of the 908. Mm, it was it was, it was, was a step up. There's no question in terms of aerodynamics. Everyone, everyone else ended up following their philosophy with, um, yeah. with that. Um, they weren't the first diesels, were they? No, that was Audi. Audi were. But it was only a year, uh, a year apart. Yeah, so it must have been in development at the same time, you would have thought. Hmm. I kind of get the feeling it's the, the sort of went to the blokes who took a clear 182. <laughs> was it the 182 or the 192? And then stuck the, the, the V6, is what I'm on about. Yes. The clear V6. They took a 192 and just thought, you know what? Let's <laughs> put a V6 engine in the back of it and make it mid-engines. I'm hoping what they did is when they were thinking about the hypercar program, they went and visited the blokes who made the clear V6 and went, you know things about mad stuff what would you do and they went no rear wing and they went right we'll do it <laughs> and they just ran with it and most of the consulting came from the blokes who did the man the mad persia concepts because yeah i just love i just love the fact that it is what it is and it and it reminds me of what nissan could have done had they have done the program properly persia have one... caused some controversy already with a car which doesn't even exist well hasn't it's... even raced yet uh, where they are refusing because to Toyota this year are running slightly smaller front rear rear wheels, 
uh, like in terms of the width of them. Um, and Persia had gone, no, <laughs> we, we designed this car to run this this spec of tyre, therefore we're running this spec of tyre, sod to the rest of you. Um, which again, is very, very Peugeot in terms of their bullishness, shall we say. Well, so they're not going to run the spec tyre for the series? It's Surely not, not spec tyre, it's more Toyota made a concession to Alpine and Glickenhaus to have a slightly narrower front tyre. Right, okay. And Peugeot are going, okay. no. <laughs> so they're going to have potentially more traction as well as more efficient well, if it, assuming it works more efficient aero yeah could be quick then really. it's almost like the, I, wonder, I, I do kind of half wonder if they uh, not stole they hired some of the engineers from the Nissan project because the Nissan did have quite a large front area the Peugeot does as well they did run larger width tyres on the front of their What's car the, the drive yeah, I know it's front-wheel drive, but it's still the same concepts behind it. <laughs> I know it's a mid-engined Peugeot, but like the, the frontal area concepts and the aerodynamic principles of the Peugeot will have some similarities to the Nissan. In the sense yeah. that it'll have Venturi tiles, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just wondering if some of the aerodynamicists from the Nissan project are working on the Peugeot project. Um, that would be quite it's interesting. It's, of, um... it's possible. There'll be a certain amount of ground effect on that as well, I would have thought, won't there? Well, they've yeah, got to have some easy. form of downforce from somewhere because <laughs> they haven't got other rear. Well, it, it, you'd imply that almost all of it comes through Venturi's and gra uh, ground effect. Yeah. Like the Nissan. Well, no, because the Nissan just didn't work. The Nissan did work. It's just they rushed the concept. They didn't rush the concept. It took them like a whole year and then they had a half-baked car. Yeah, the one when they turned up on Le Mans, which should have been, they should have waited until the year after. Did Bacolas um, really... beat Nissan or not? I'm not saying he didn't beat it. I'm not, I'm not defending the Nissan's performance. I'm just saying, <laughs> had they done a proper job, they wouldn't have ended up in the shitty situation that they did. Wow. I mean, that, is, that, is that the best excuse you've got <laughs> after seven years, Craig? I've got no other bloody excuses for them. <laughs> I think the purge is exciting. I do as well. I think it's very interesting, and I think it, it it'll be good to see how it goes. It is a big um, risk, though. It's a huge risk. Well, Nissan well, Nissan did a huge risk with what they did, and it failed. And ever since then, Nissan's motorsport outside of Japan has just disappeared. Well, so the difference is Peugeot aren't doing their first race at Le Mans. No, that is well, no, neither were Nissan. Oh, sorry, sorry, you meant um, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, that's what I mean. It's like Persia doing it properly. Well, you say that, but if Persia come up at Monza, which is a, a track that the journalists have already saying is like tailor made for this concept, um, and they're because remember the hypercars and the LMP2s don't have a big gap between them like the old LMP1s used to. Um, no, that's true. If they end up behind the LMP2 field or most of them, that's going to be. They're going to get so many bad press reactions, and there's going to be many, or every single news media outlet apart from us will um, basically just turn on them and say, "Oh, this concept's a failure, or oh, trouble at Peugeot, etc., etc." It's a big risk coming in early if they're not really sure. Because well, um, it only, it only, came, it only came off the truck in March, I think. Yeah, but I can't see it being slow on a straight. Can you? No, that's fair. And let's be honest, Monza is, what, four straights in a couple of corners? Mm. So it's I can't see... 
Is that right? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. So, really, it should be maybe not with Toyota because that would be a big, big ask. And if they come anywhere near Toyota, that's that's a problem for Toyota. Well, Toyota have already said that they, um, it's sort of in light of all this new competition we've been talking about, that they might stump the the, uh, development of the GR10 already. Oh, really? Go for a new car next year? Well, maybe next year, maybe the year after. Well, maybe yeah. year after, yeah. yeah. It would surprise me if they've already got the paperwork ruling for that. I mean, toys are as big as they are. If, they can do that, if anyone can do it, they can. They made the TSO 30 appear a year early, so... Mm. Um, they could do the gr 20 Well, yeah, which would be a stupid name. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, as you said, Persia exciting. It's a hypercar. Immediately, the fact that we've talked twice as much about Persia than we have about anyone else says a lot about hypercar. Well, this is the, this is the thing about GTP is like you're not going to get the same sort of like wow and publicity factor that you would with a hypercar. With a hypercar, there's so many talking points around it. There's so many stories and dramas that can revolve around it. Whereas with GTP, it's like oh, Lamborghini have done a shit job this week. Oh, well, at least maybe... it was just like on the similar par as Audi and things like that. Whereas with if Persia had a shit job, it'd be like, oh, is their concept working? Or when their concept does work, it's like, how fantastic is this concept? And so on. I think maybe if, if, if we, really feels like, sorry, Bob. If we were American, I think we'd have much <laughs> more reaction to Cadillac. I don't know. We spoke quite a lot about Cadillac. We, we said it's really cool. No, no, we did, but we'd probably have the same amount to say about Cadillac as we do about Peugeot, because Cadillac don't exist over here and Peugeot don't exist over there. True. Very true. Um, however, yeah, we're excited. Let's talk about the last one, Ferrari. Which is the worst reveal photo we have seen. No, I'm not in that. In a long time. Nah, the, the, well, the, the Acura is worse. I mean, no, at least it's a car. It's the same car as they currently got. They put they put their current car no, in in uh, camo. <laughs> but. The Ferrari, as you said on your post on the Facebook, <laughs> confirmed Ferrari hypercar will be red. <laughs> Which was 100% factually accurate. Well, I mean, judging by this rendering, you're all right, yes. <laughs> um, well, I've already, got, I've already got my suspicion that it will look similar to a Roma. Like the, it's the definitely, it's definitely Roma. got the face of it. I think you're right. I say, I say, I say, it's definitely got the face of it. That's all you can see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of little nostrils you can see just below. You can see like, the front splitter where the headlights. Oh You yeah. can see the splitter, and you can see a couple of little nostrils by the headlights. And a Ferrari badge or two. And a Ferrari, two Ferrari badges. That's it, though. Um, when we try to do the editing trick, which like we did the the, with the Mercedes. With a Mercedes F1 car earlier this year, which worked true. Well, I say it worked true. It wasn't the right car anyway. It was a show car. <laughs> but maybe that's why. Um, but Ferrari are obviously wise to this because the only thing in that picture is the headlights and the badges. <laughs> there is nothing else there. Even when you adjust all the brightness so you can try and see what's in the dark. It's not a car. It's a strip of lights. Maybe that's, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's happens. Ferrari's uh, out there concept. Yeah, Peugeot have gone, no re- do... gone for no rear wing. Ferrari gone for no second half of the car. No car. No car at all, yeah. <laughs> You're going to enter some light and yeah. it'll well, beat all the lands. Well, well think, think, think how fast light is. Well, yeah. Because at the speed of light. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, we've sort of spoken about this before. Um, we're excited for Ferrari at Le Mans. Absolutely. You can't not be, really. If you're interested in sports car racing, you're going to be interested in Ferrari coming back to the top class. Ferrari or Lamborghini, who's going to who's going to win? Who's going to who's going to punch each other harder in the nose? But Lamborghini turn up with a tractor and then beat them at Le Mans. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, imagine that'd be great, wouldn't it? I, you know what? Part of me, part of me wants Lamborghini to beat Ferrari at Le Mans purely because it would be a great roundabout circular story, wouldn't it? Of the fact the only reason Lamborghini existed was to piss off Ferrari, <laughs> and then Ferrari <laughs> loses to them at Le Mans. Um, and yeah, so that would be quite cool, actually. I think, but I, I don't know. I don't see any of those GCPs getting near hypercars. I do, in terms of their reliability um, in the first couple of years. Well, maybe, yeah, possibly, yeah, I suppose, if the hypercars have issues. Um, but I think the hypercars should and will be quicker. I think... They should have more downforce, they should have more power, they should be faster, generally. I think any... Uh, if I was going to bet on any of the um, higher... GTP cars, it would be the Porsche, just because of their track record. 100%. 100%. They've got Penske and they've got Porsche. It's a winning combination, isn't it? Um, I mean, I'll, take Audi, the, I'll, I'll take the BMW, thanks. Well, you think BMW, Audi, BMW haven't got a record at Le Mans at all? No, it's not like the M6 ran there for God knows how many years. Nah, they've not got a record at Le Mans did at it, all. Did, did it win? No. Did it do well? Probably. No, I can't remember. Not really. It did all right. Well, they've got experience, and I—I'd I, like to think BMW doesn't help me, and it has no relevance to the fact I drive a BMW, <laughs> not at all. Well, that, well, so does Sam. Yes. No. <laughs> no, I'm not going to count that one. I'm going to wait for the uh, the Mini VLN <laughs> to be brought to the the uh, to brought into the fray wow. of the World Endurance Championship. No, because we all know that by colours are going to win. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I reckon if I put one pound bet on by Coles to win, I'll get the same amount back as I would from my Acker today. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well norm normally their odds are 4,000 to 1. So, uh... That's uh, not far off. <laughs> um, that's, that's not true. They're, they're, they're 500 to 1 last time I bet on them. That's, uh, never mind. Um, Terrible. I'm, yeah. I love your enthusiasm that thinking that by Coles would win. They are going to win. When? What, in a blue moon? If, if that's what it says, uh, yeah. I could, I could maybe see them being the top non-hybrid. So... Of what, one category. So basically beating uh, Glickenhaus. Yeah. And, and the LMDH. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'd say that, considering how many cars there are. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's not that wouldn't be a bad finish generally, I suppose, would it? It'd be what probably potentially fifth or sixth overall. Maybe. You uh, never know. Any close? Oh, we technically also have Alpine, who are with their LMP1 car getting absolutely mullered at the moment at Le Mans. Um, they'll have their new. Run, I was going to say they're going to run a new car. Well, yeah, yes. but isn't they going to be? I heard they're going to have the um, the. The DPI GTP thing though, not a yeah, full so height. It's an MDH. Yeah. GTP, yes. It's the same chassis as the Acura. Hmm. 
which makes sense because it's Orica and Orica are French. It's also so, it's also the chassis they're running right now, chassis manufacturer. Yeah. Yeah. So there'll be that continuity. That's the right word. Hmm. Um. Yeah. I mean, we can't say much about Alpine because they are that early in their uh, development. I mean, they. Yeah, we haven't got clue what they're actually going to do. It will probably be blue. Almost certainly, I would have thought. Now, of course, the disappointing part is that uh, because Alpine are there, Nissan won't be. Yeah, that is the disappointing factor. Which means they... But then again, Nissan don't care about motorsport outside of Japan, so what's the point? Yeah, but that's just part of the problem with the Renault-Nissan-Mitsubishi alliance, as I uh, have have recently had another go at uh, in my my articles. Um, It's a shame because you could... I'd love to see a GT3 version of the Z... But it just won't happen. I mean, I know during the Fuji 24 hours, they ran um, a Z, two Z cars, two factory Z cars, actually, um, in, I think it was the STQ class, which is for, because um, they were running biofuels, they weren't running under the same class um, categoriz- categorization. Um, so that was quite interesting to see that they were running Z cars in a competitive series that wasn't a GT500. Um, but I don't think it'll amount to anything other than perhaps a GT300 car, but that's nowhere near a GT3 car. I don't see any reason why Nissan can't run the Z um, at GT3 level, because they did with this, the um, GTR for so long. And well, that's what I mean. I, I can't how, see that happening. But Think how successful the GTR was in Europe. Yeah, no, I'm not, just, I'm not saying they shouldn't, but it just I just don't think it'll happen. Not anytime soon, anyway. What do you think, Sam? I mean, I think it's the amount of cars that you've got in GT3, it would almost be a shame for there not to be a, a, a Nissan sports car. In it wouldn't there. be a shame, it'd be stupid. Yeah, and I think it would be the same, it should be really the same for Toyota with the Supra. Well, they have like, well. But even that, that's quite an old GT3 car now with the best will in the world, that Lexus, and they should really. I think, be bringing something new to the forefront, which would can only really be the Supra. Well, I mean, all the cash car, but that's an interesting GT3 car. Well, yeah, true. but the Supra has the GT300 spec, so we'll just leave that alone. <laughs> go buy a GT300 if you really care a shit. Don't go well, and buy a GT3. But would you like to see a version of the Green Brave Supra at Le Mans? Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, I'd, I'd prefer the um, LM Corsa because it's got Le Mans in the name of it. Okay, well, either, well whatever. But The LM Corsa is the Syntec Patronus coloured one. Yes, yeah. <clears throat> the white and green rather than the green. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So um, just, which just, I thought... Just looking on. at Toyota's subsidiaries and divisions, they've got uh, part ownership in Subaru and part ownership in Daihatsu. So that's potentially alternative. Oh, okay, we could have a... Daihatsu Terios GTP. <laughs> I suppose if they wanted to distance themselves from running a Toyota GT3 car, they could always run like the BRZ GT3, which would be exactly, quite cool. Yeah. Again, they could have there's a GT300 version of that. It wouldn't be that there. Is, yeah. I suppose there's a GT300 version of the GT86 or the GR86. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. And it would also so it really, really piss off Porsche and Ferrari, um, who are running their, you know, their current. 911s and four, what a 296 then, you're isn't it, Ferrari? Um, you know, being beaten yeah. by a, a 20 grand Subaru. 
Do you know, I think the reason why the GT the, the, the GT300s work so well is because the engine in the Supra isn't a Supra engine, probably. It's probably the Lexus V8. No, it'll be the Lexus V8 they'll be running in the GT300. Yeah. Hence why that that's so that's there. And it's the same thing in probably the GR86. It'll probably be a similar block. Oh, imagine if they had a um, Yaris GT3. I think they do, I think uh, I'm going properly off topic now, but I think um, the, the at Fuji 24 they did release the I don't know the specific name of it, but it was almost like the GI Garris Monza, which I don't I don't think it was called Monza, but again began with an N. But basically, it's a GI Garris where they took the rear seats out and then took a lot of trim out and lightened it. So you could always transfer change that into a GT3 if you could. Maybe. Maybe. There's hope. There's hope. Um, I think we've done with this one. Yeah. Uh, basically, thankfully for the first... I mean, when did we first do... When did we do that um, GT3 discussion about Le Mans? Oh, it was a good couple of years ago. Well, years ago. It was Rye House. When was that? Four, it years, was, yeah. four years ago? Three years ago? Yeah. It was oh, was that yeah. one of the lost episodes? No, that, well, that one was real. Uh, we did well, yeah, put well, that one out. It happened, yeah. That was the one. No, we... it did happen, but we lost it, didn't it? No, no, didn't no, get that, corrected. No, no, that one, that one, that one went out. Um, that was when no. we, were, we were sat around in a circle in the uh, the other room. Yeah. No, that that one happened, but that was at least three or four years ago. Um, Here's and... a uh, closing thought for you, though. Do you know what car company could uh, the the Peugeot could enter in America? Um, Sorry, are you talking about rebadging the Persian? Yes. Right. Uh, they could have. Don't Google it, don't you? No, I'm not. I'm trying to think. Well, I mean, they're part of the Fiat group now. Are they? Are you yeah. sure? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. They're part of Stellantis, yeah. Persia oh. own Citroën themselves, Talbot. Oh, Vauxhall. But then they don't no. exist, so. Opal don't exist in America. No, I don't think they own Opal. I think they no. just own the Vauxhall name. There is two very, very key things they could run as in America. No, which I, would I can't think. Give us a clue. Give us a clue. Chrysler. Oh yeah. Oh. Or Dodge. Dodge. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Imagine that badged as a Dodge. That'd be great. Uh... And it bright red, white races. Yeah, it'd, job be, it'd be great, but it, it's not a dodge. <laughs> oh, well, no, but even then, it would be cool, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, Stellantis is as big as they are. They could have just have an LMDH dodge. Well, true. I mean, they should. They should, yeah. Um, that's going to do it for this episode of the Auto Show. We're going to carry on with the next 18 hours of Le Mans at the time of recording. Um, thank you to Sam and Cree for joining me. Oh, sorry. Any time, mate. Any any closing closing remarks? Yeah, GTP is boring as hell, and go the Persia. <laughs> you, you say after saying how much you like the uh, the Cadillac. And the yeah, but I, and the Cadillac is just a small thing compared to how much I quite like the the Persia. Uh, and the BMW, quite like. I like the BMW, sorry. So, but so, Persia, so go Persia. Completely dis destroying Creed's argument there. Uh, follow us on social media at Stelvio Auto. Uh, we'll be back soonish. Um, Take care and goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.